Good evening, church family. So good to see you tonight. Uh, it's especially an exciting night uh, for 13 of our young men and women who not long ago were sitting over there answering questions, singing songs, uh, and now graduating high school. Tonight is our Senior Sunday. Uh, this, this evening's service is going to be led by our seniors. Uh, just to kind of give you a breakdown, uh, we've got an opening scripture and prayer uh, led by Brenton Huff. Then several songs are going to be led by uh, Hayden Fortner. We're going to have two messages tonight, one from senior Luke Tebow and then another from one of our elders, Tim Smith. Uh, then an invitation song from Hayden again. Uh, our elders are going to pray for the sick like they normally do. Then we will have a senior Bible presentation to honor our uh, seniors with the Bible. Uh, then uh, Hayden will close us in a song. And finally, Landon Bailey will finish us out uh, with a closing scripture and a song uh, or, and a prayer. And then after that, we will have our Senior Sunday Appreciation Banquet uh, down in the Family Center. And everyone here is invited to come, even if you, you know, forgot to bring uh, the fruit, that's okay. Come on down, celebrate these seniors. Uh, we're really excited to honor them tonight. Um, first off, uh, if I haven't already, I'd love to welcome our visitors. Thank you for joining us. If you haven't already taken attendance, you certainly can by going uh, to olcoc.com guest and letting us know you're here. Members, you can let us know through the Alexio app. Uh, you can also fill out the blue and beige cards that are in the back of the pews. Uh, we have quite a few members that are having surgery this next week. Uh, let's remember them in our prayers. Uh, Mary Brown is going to have thyroid surgery on Wednesday. Robert Connell will have knee surgery on Thursday. Greg Hardegree will have surgery on Thursday. And Hannah Connell will have foot surgery on Friday. Brenton, come on. Psalm 32, 1 and 2, and 10 and 11. How blessed is he whose wrongdoing is forgiven, whose sin is covered. How blessed is a person whose guilt the Lord does not take into account, and in whose spirit there is no deceit. The sorrows of the wicked are many, but the one who trusts in the Lord, goodness will surround him. Be glad in the Lord and rejoice, you righteous ones, and shout for joy, all you who are upright in heart. Let's pray. Dear God, thank you for the church family in Oldham Lane. Uh, thank you for all the Bible school teachers that taught us and thank you for the parents that brought us to church. And be with us as we finish up these last few weeks of school and be with us as we go on to new chapters in our lives. Thank you most of all for Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. I would like to thank everyone for being here this evening, and I would also like to thank everyone for this opportunity to share God's word with you all. I would like to thank the visitors for being here, and I know this is a great church home that is very welcoming, and we're all glad you're here. So as you know, this is Senior Sunday, so I must be a senior. I've been looking forward to this, to this time in my life ever since I was five years old on my first day of kindergarten because all the anticipation to start school and then realizing that I was, I was gonna have to go to school for a very long time. <laughs> and then as I get closer to graduation, I had to go through stress to find a school, uh, another school to go to and pay a lot of money, and it's gonna be much harder. 
and I know that I'm going to have to pay a lot of money even after I'm out of college. But if there's, if there's one thing that I can take away from all the years of schooling is other than mathematics and learning how to understand Shakespeare, it would be to learn how to persevere. And to persevere by staying focused and pushing through temporary hardships and struggles onto the goal of graduation. If you would, please turn in your Bibles to Hebrews chapter 6, verse 11. And this says, We want each of you to show the same diligence to the very end, so that what you hope for may be fully realized. As Christians, we need the same endurance to persevere throughout the struggles of life and to stay focused on the goal of getting to heaven and bringing as many people as we can with us. As life on earth can and will bring many distractions and hardships upon us, we have to keep pushing for our goal. If you would, please turn in your Bibles again to Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12. And this says, For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, and against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. We should not be focused on the struggles of the flesh, but we have to persevere through the evil temptations that we have every day that try to distract us from our goals as Christians. In this short life on earth, we can and will experience many heartbreaks. Many people in this church have lost many loved ones throughout this crazy time of COVID. Many people may be struggling with their faith because of all the hardships they have had to endure throughout their, uh, their lives. But God's word reminds us of the rewards that come from us staying diligent to the end. As it says in, book, in the book of Hebrews, in chapter 10, verses 32 through 36. And this says, Remember those earlier days after you had received the light when you endured a great conflict full of suffering. Sometimes you were publicly exposed to insult and persecution. At other times you stood side by side with those who were so treated. You suffered along with those in prison and joyfully accepted the, the confiscation of your property because you knew that you yourselves had better and lasting possessions. So do not throw away your confidence. It will be richly rewarded. You need to persevere so that when you have done the will of God, you will receive what he has promised. We are reminded that even though all of the suffering that we could possibly endure, we still have a God that loves us and we will receive the gift of eternal life that he has promised us. Earlier in that chapter, in, cha in verse 23, it reads, Let us hold unswervingly to the hope we profess, for he who promised is faithful. God is faithful and will keep his promise if we stay with him. God will, will not change and his promise stands. In Isaiah chapter 46, verse 4, if you would turn in your Bibles there, it says, even to your old age and gray hairs, I am he. I am he who will sustain you. I have made you and I will carry you. I will sustain you and I will rescue you. God will rescue us from our struggles in this earthly, earthly life when he comes back for us, his creation. 
As I was studying to prepare for this lesson, a great song that we often sing in this church came to my head. This song is The Steadfast Love of the Lord. This song comes from Lamentations chapter 3, verses 22 through 24, and it reads, Because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed, for His compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. I say to myself, the Lord is my portion, therefore I will wait for Him. This song is a great hope for us when we sing it. God's love gave and continues to give us the opportunity to be with Him and keeps us from spending eternity away from Him. His compassions do not fail in forgiving us, so we will wait for Him to come for us, to take us into heaven, to be with Him. God has a place for you in heaven. Now, unlike any college in the world, we have to, or in college, like we'll have to pay debts. But God has paid our debts. God sent His one and only Son so that we can have a place in heaven with Him. God has given the best scholarship anyone can ever receive. Now, all we have to do is follow Him and keep His commandments. We have to endure the temporary struggles of this life. I challenge each and every one of you this morning to take the next step in your walk with God, whether that is baptism or just continuing to not give, give in to the world, but persevere through the hard times and be confident that your reward will significantly outweigh the struggles you have endured in this life. I want you all to know that nobody is alone. We have a strong church family that will, that will be any encouragement that you need. Maybe you're, you or a loved one are in, in need of prayer to help you keep pushing forward. Or maybe you'd like to be baptized and begin your journey with Christ. Whatever you need may be, I, I ask you to come forward after both of these sermons and so that this church can be whatever, or whatever encouragement you need to finish your struggle with life. Thank you, Luke. What a great job. Good evening, church. I'm Christopher McCurley, and I'm the full-time pulpit preacher here at Oldham Lane. And I'm glad you could be here. I've always wanted to do that. You know, this is an exciting evening for us, an exciting day. But you know, the, the, when we're here this evening to sing praises and worship and honor, it's not to honor the graduates. That's not why we're here right now. We're not here to honor the graduates. We're not here to praise the graduates. We're here to honor our God, and we're here to praise our God. And after services, we're gonna have a time where we're gonna honor the graduates. But on behalf of the eldership, we have a few words that we would like to share with the congregation that I think is a very appropriate for not only these youngsters to hear these words, but for all of us. You know, there's no part of God's message that's intended only for a handful of people. It's intended for all mankind. You know, as I think back, I've been through this three times myself as a father, having, having children uh, sit up here on these front two pews and called up on the stage, receiving their Bibles, becoming an empty nester. I've been there and done that. And, uh, and so as I think back to that time, 
I think what it was like being in the situation in the shoes that some of the fathers are in this evening. I'm reflecting back to when we brought those babies home for the very first time. I know all of you that have seniors up here have children. You think about that periodically. Remember those days, three different days in my life where I brought a new baby home from the hospital. And after every one of those events, within, the, within a few weeks or months' time, somebody inevitably told me this. Well, you know, those things don't come with an owner's manual. Well, I'm going to disagree. I think all of these youngsters and all of us, I think we all did come with an owner's manual. You know, as a school administrator, we spent a lot of time working on handbooks, employee handbook and student handbook and student code of conduct and some of these different things. And so there's one, there's one passage in the New Testament that I've always referred to as the Christian code of conduct. That's just my tag that I've put on it. And that comes from Matthew chapter 5, the Beatitudes. You know, when you think about the Beatitudes, you know, just summarizing them, think about th these are the characteristics that God is looking for, for an e to find in each of us. First off, we need to recognize our need for God. We need to be sorrowful and repentant when we do wrong. We need to be meek. We need to be gentle. We need to crave to be right with God. We need to show mercy. We need to have a pure heart. We need to be a peacemaker. If you are, pro if you are persecuted for doing what is right for God, it's okay. So, you know, when you think about what are God's expectations for me, what a great summary right there. Chapter 5 of Matthew. These are the basic expectations that God expects of each of us, not just our seniors. But, you know, I've heard Chris say this several times in the, in the last few months. You should, whether I'm going to go to church whether I'm going to be a Christian. How many times should we have to answer that question? One time. Am I going to be a godly person? Am I going to be, a am I going to be faithful? Am I going to do what's right in the sight of God? That's not a question we need to get up and ask ourselves every morning when we roll out of bed. Well, am I going to be a godly example today? We answer that question one time. We are going to be a godly example today. We're going to be a godly example tomorrow and every day to come because that's what's expected of us. You know, this time of year, you'll in a lot of pulpits around the country, I'm, I'm sure you're hearing this sermon about throwing statistics out there about how many youngsters leave high school and fall away from the church. And we get paranoid about those things, about our children. Kiddos, I'll tell you something. You're not statistics. You're individuals. Each of you, your own, you're your own individual person. And so if you just heed some of these words that I'm sharing with you today, you never have to worry about becoming one of those statistics. Be the type of person that God wants you to be every day of your life. Doesn't mean you're going to be perfect. Doesn't mean you're not going to make mistakes. We all do that. God's not going to disown you for one mistake. 
God's not going to disown you for messing up here and there. Become a child of God and be a child of God. You know, when you think about how the family structure is set up here on earth, you know, with the, with the mother and the father and the children and the raising of the children, the church, I mean, that, that model is patterned after the way the church is set up. Jesus is the head of the church. We are members of the church. And God is our heavenly father. And so just as at times, do you think there's ever been a time, Landon, that you've disappointed your parents? Probably once or twice. Do you think they ever stopped loving you? They ever, they ever disown you? God's not there to stop loving you. God's not there to disown you. Think about the story of the prodigal son and how many opportunities and chances the prodigal son was given and finally he returned home. Just don't follow in that. Don't find yourself wallowing in the mire. You don't need to get to that point. Stay faithful. Stay dedicated. And I'm not just talking here to this, these 13 seniors. I'm talking to the entire congregation. We should have answered that question a long time ago for a lot of us. That I'm going to be a child of God. I'm going to be faithful. I'm going to be dedicated. I'm going to serve the, my Lord, my God, every day of my life. And I'm going to be at services. And I'm going to, I'm going to encourage my fellow brethren, every opportunity I can. And so that's the challenge that I put forth out here for all of us, is to follow that owner's manual. See what God's basic expectations are for us and continue to grow every day. As we begin to wind the service down to a close, we do want to offer an invitation for anyone out there if you would like prayers of the church, if you need to put Christ on a baptism, if you have questions about becoming a Christian, what baptism is, we do invite you to come down as we sing our invitation song if you would like to. That's not the only avenue. Come see an elder, come see a deacon, come see someone else in the church, ask questions. If you need to come see one of the ministers, we're here for you. That's what the church is. The church is here for you at all times, all days. I want to thank everyone for being here tonight. We've got a great crowd, and I know there's a lot of family members here tonight to celebrate the, these young men and young women. If you paid attention to some of the Pew Packer prayers earlier, uh, all the way up until Luke's lesson, you, you'll hear something quite often at Oldham Lane, and it's a strong church family. And it's so important to have a strong church family. And we're here together tonight as a church family. And for those that are visiting, we, at this point in our Sunday night, we always go together uh, as a family in prayer for those of our family and extended families that are, that are hurting, that are suffering, that are having uh, surgery, that are having treatments. So if you don't mind, I'd ask you to bow with me as a church family, and we're praying for those of our number and extended family. Dear God, we are so thankful to be here tonight as a church family. And we know that we're a family because of your son, Jesus Christ. And the great love you showed to us by sending him, and the great love he showed to us by teaching us how to live, how to be servants, how to care for people. 
And our lives are so busy that sometimes we forget about that. But we are just so thankful for his great example. We want to be and live that life every single day. Dear God, as we come together tonight, uh, the singing has been so great and, and the words of praise. We just come together now to, to bring names before you. We know that you're in control and you know all things, but, but we want to lift these names up to you tonight because we know that we're, we're just human beings and we're here for just a short, a short time. Our lives are but vapors. But we know that, that we need your help and we need to pray to you and we, that we need to, to ask for, for comfort and care. Let's ask you to, as we, as we bring these names to you tonight, just be with us. We know that there are several that are, that are in post-op right now from surgeries they've had, from Carolyn Adkins and Teresa Adkins, and just recently Jerry Wagaman. Ask you to be with them as they continue to recover. We know that, that there are several in our number that are experiencing cancer and that are undergoing treatments and, and chemotherapy, and we ask you to be with Sherry Christian and Nancy Crow and Annabeth McCoy. We know it's such a hard time and we know that the treatment and the walk is difficult, but we just thank you for the, the courage and, and the example that we are seeing in, in these, these people. We know that Betty Proctor and Evie Greenley are in hospice. And we know that hospice is a word that sometimes is it's difficult for us to understand, but we ask you to be with, with Betty and Evie and be with their families, especially at this difficult time. We know that Lyndall Jackson is, is waiting on some test results and Jim Cutberth is still suffering from, from COVID and is still on oxygen. We know that Briley Myers has been to specialists and we're still awaiting a diagnosis for her. Uh, we also ask you to be with Fred Leggett as he is suffering from Parkinson's. We ask you to be with the Geneva Holt family and the, the loss of Geneva, another difficult time. We ask you to be with Mary Brown and for Hannah and Robert Connell, for Greg Hardigree and Martha Ketcherset as they have upcoming procedures. Dear God, we, we know that you never promised that life would be easy. There are going to be difficult times every day, but it's how we handle them that it's so important that we look to you for strength, that we, we look to you for courage. And we know that because we're children of yours, that we're looking forward to being with you in heaven someday. We just thank you for this evening. We thank you for everyone that's gathered. We thank you for the visitors that we have. We're so thankful for the young men and young women that have uh, finished their schooling and we just ask you to be with them uh, in the next page of their history. We're just so thankful again for the church family. We ask you to be with us. We ask you to hear our prayers daily. And we just thank you for your son Jesus who makes all things possible and we are nothing 
without him. We love you and we need you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Parents, we know that this is a time of mixed emotions. Like I said earlier, a lot of us have been through this, you know, having seniors to graduate and, and uh, open, start another chapter in their lives. And uh, you know, it's kind of sad if you think about your child may not be living at your house, you know, maybe going off to college somewhere. Others of you may already have the party celebration lined up, ready to go, a different thing. But, but here's what I wanted you to remember. They're just preparing to do what you've raised them to do. And we want these youngsters, just like you do, we want to see them open those wings and soar. And if they hide out in mama's and daddy's house for the next 30 years and do nothing, you know, they're cheating themselves and they're cheating others. And so it's exciting to see that, you know, I know, I know when, they were, when they were babies, you thought about, man, I wonder what they're going to look like when they get older. I wonder what they're going to do for a living, what type of career they're going to have, and all these different things. Now you begin to see these things. And so, you know, don't, don't hang on to the, to the grief of, oh, I'm losing my baby. You're really not. And I can tell you this from experience, it's a lot of fun when you see yourself transitioning from a parent as a disciplinarian all the time and things of that nature to becoming more of just a mentor role and a friend to your, and to your kids and, and dealing with your children more on an adult to adult basis. And uh, I see a lot of head nods going on here. And so it's really an exciting time. And I know it's mixed emotions, but we're very happy for you and your families and, and these youngsters that we're about to introduce. At this time, uh, seniors, as we call your name, would like for you to come up and receive your Bible that's been signed by all the elders. And after you receive your Bible, would ask for you to come up and just line up on stage. And then we're going to have a prayer for you after that. And maybe some parents taking photos. If you want to take a photo during this time, parents, that's uh, perfectly okay. Landon Bailey. Molly Davis. Hayden Fortner. Ivy Hampton. Will Hampton. Branton Huff. Lydia Longley. Tatum McClellan. Summer Joy Reckonwald. Shay Talley. Luke Tebow. Addie Thompson. Well, I think that's everybody. 
and Ella Wilhelm. Proud of all these fine looking group, and we know that they have put in a lot of work. Uh, their faith has grown over the years. Know quite a few of them for quite some time. Let's pray. May Father, we're thankful for this time. We're thankful for the, the ones that we have up here on the stage that are near and dear to us. We're thankful for their families. We pray that. We have been a blessing to them as they have been to, to us. And we pray that you be with them. As Luke reminded us about perseverance, we pray for perseverance for them. We pray for your love to be on them as they go out, as they experience things and, and the challenges of this world. Keep them strong, bless them. We do pray for Landon and, and Molly, Hayden, Ivy, Will, Branton, Lydia, Tatum, Summer, Shay, Luke, Addie, and Ella. They are dear souls, and we know they are yours. Keep them strong, be with their, their families, and keep them strong. And as, as Tim reminded us this evening that uh, we can be proud of them as they go out and they live their lives, that they are uh, stepping into the next chapter of their life. We just pray that you be with them, strengthen them, and guide them. Lord, be with us in all that we do. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Ephesians 3, 14-21. For this reason I bend my knees before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth derives its name, that he would grant you, according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened with power through his spirit and the inner self, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, and that you, being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the width and length and height and depth, and to know the love of Christ, which surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to all the fullness of God. Now to him who is able to do far more abundantly beyond all that we ask or think, according to the power that works within us, to him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus to all generations, forever and ever. Amen. Please pray with me. Do you just thank you for this day. Thank you for allowing us to all be here and be able to praise you. I pray that you're with all the seniors through this next chapter in their lives, and I pray that you allow all of us to go into the world and be a beacon of light for you. I pray that you allow all of us to put our trust into you, no matter what trials and tribulations we may face. And it is in your son's name that I pray. Amen. <laughs>